This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Litmus Podcast. Welcome to episode 20. Yo, episode 20 um, of the Litmus Podcast, where we dunk in questions and statements to really bring out different reactions. Um, unfortunately, my co-host, my partner in crime, the Mr. Ben Hurst, um, is not around today, but he will be back and in motion as always. Um, and so today, I've got a very special guest, someone I admire, someone who makes me laugh and someone who makes the best tea in the world. It's Lottie in the house. Hello. <laughs> oh, I don't know about the best tea. I keep forgetting about the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> no, one sugar. I think two sugars is for those days where it's extra cold and you just feel down yeah. in the dumps. You just go for two sugars. Yeah. Oh, lots of in the building. <laughs> You're our producer. So yeah. it's amazing to have you on mic rather than behind it. Um, how Not are you? used to this. Not used to this. I'm trying to check the levels. I'm trying to do all the other stuff. And now to think about talking as well. I'll tell you what, Soz, you're really putting me through the ringer here, okay? <laughs> really no. putting me to the test. But, you know, I'll, I'll rise to the challenge. Of course you will. Of course you will. So today's episode, I thought it would be brilliant to have presenter and producer on this one um, to talk about a starter pack for a podcast, the do's and don'ts of a podcast. So if you're listening and you maybe you've got a podcast or maybe you're thinking of putting one together, um, I'm hoping this episode would be really encouraging and really helpful um, to think about okay these are things you could do these are things you definitely don't want to do um, and hearing from me as a presenter and Lottie as the producer um, yeah it will just give you some of the tools so before I jump in really Lots, tell me your story how did you get into producing podcasts? So very much to yourself Swazi bit of the unconventional route <laughs> I went to university to study English uh, so that was back in 2014 I first went to uni mm. and I got involved in student radio Oh, nice. I just loved it. I just heard about it and I was just like, I need to get involved. I need to do what that's... I need to get involved what's happening there. Yeah. Um, so I got involved in Royal Holloway Student Radio Station, which is called Insanity Radio. Originally, believe this is a presenter. Oh, really? Yeah, Not, I presented. So you're, you're, the, you're the girl, man. <laughs> Lunchtime with Lottie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you have food? No, no food, no food. <laughs> but I was the soundtrack to other people having their lunch. You are the So soundtrack. basically, the two people who listen, like my mum and the dog. <laughs> Shout out to mum. <laughs> Shout out to mum. Um, and then I got sort of involved behind the scenes I started producing a little bit I was head of community activities for a while so sort Mm. of getting school children into the radio station teach them about radio 
we did some really nice things with Dyslexia Action, which I'm still really proud of, you yeah. know, getting kids to present on the radio. And, and then I became station manager in my final year, um, which meant that I sort of stepped away from the actual audio stuff and thought about that, like, administration stuff. Mm. But as part of that, I decided to get a bit of work experience. So I went all over the shop. You know, I had a day on the Jeremy Vine show, which what? was amazing. amazing. Just sat there not doing anything. I think I grabbed water once and that was it. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> but that, you know, amazing experiences like that and then I had a week at Create Productions here in the studio where we are now mm. um, really enjoyed it and then you know it's the classic thing of um, you know I decided to had to go and sort of start earning money because I didn't live in London got a job in marketing which was good I enjoyed it but then you know you get that one year itch where you're yeah. like oh is this really what I want to be doing mm. and then it was a bit bizarre because when I was getting that little one year itch uh, the head of UK production at Create Mark yeah. Redhead Mark, yeah. who sits outside. Mark, uh, like he, he got in touch and was like, hey, an audio production assistant role has opened up. We remember you from work experience. Do you want to come in? That's incredible. So I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> I am itching to come. <laughs> yes, please. And then, yeah, I went in. They offered me. And a year later, and now I'm an audio producer. That so is... That's how it happened, really. Yeah. (laughs) So still very sort of new and young in my career. Still got a lot to learn, long way to go, but I'm loving every minute. No, you are just incredible lots. When when me and Ben are here and we're just doing our thing, I can just see you, you know, working away, doing all that you need to do. (laughs) What does your day-to-day look like as an as an audio producer? What does that involve? So lots of recordings like this yeah. one. So we have a studio in our office, which obviously you're very familiar with. Yeah. Um, so lots of recordings, such with you and Ben, a few other podcasts I look after, and then all sorts of other bits and bobs. Like we do voiceovers here, we do ads. So it's just recording, editing, thinking of content. Yeah. And then, you know, all the other administrative bits that come in between, really. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. And we're also joined with a gorgeous woman in the studio. Her go, her name goes by Angel. Hello, Angel. Hello, it's nice to meet you. It's lovely to meet you. And you're also doing work experience here at Create. Yeah, and I'm really enjoying it. Like, a um, lot of work experience I've done is, has been, I haven't really enjoyed it, but it's the first time I've actually enjoyed it. A placement. Yeah. She's just saying that because I'm sat here and I'm looking yeah. after. No, 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 no. <laughs> and what? How did you get the placement? How did you? Um, did you? Did you apply for it, or how did you see it? Um, basically, I was just looking at like audio and radio placements, as that's something that I'm very interested in. Yeah. And then I found Create, and I just sent my CV through the email and fill in the application form, and then um, I got received an email saying that I got the placement. So. Oh, that's amazing! And you own, you have your own podcast. Yeah, I do. So it's basically called Melanated Media. Nice. And uh, we basically just cover like all sorts of entertainment topics like film, music, cartoons. Sometimes we talk about like social politics as well as like philosophical topics as well mm-hmm. and we just try and have like a fun humorous tone to it so. yeah sweet you are so nice you know like it's just bubbly yeah. like you sit down and really bounce off the walls about 100 times <laughs> <laughs> so this is really cool so we've got i suppose you're presenting your podcast as well as, a, as do you produce as well uh yeah so i produce and i present so okay, um so i don't two, have one yeah <laughs> so two producers and a presenter um in the building so we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts as a starter pack for a podcast so let's go with the the positive first shall we so let's do the do's if someone's thinking about putting a podcast together what do would you offer them to do <laughs> I'll jump straight in and just say listen listen mm. to so many podcasts like you want to just get in your ears as much as possible when you can commuting when you're going on maybe exercise in bed I know people who listen yeah. to podcasts in bed 
it's a great way to help you sleep Mm -hmm. and just really see what's out there because when you know what's out there you can work out what you want to put out there and what gaps there are there mm-hmm. are um, and as we'll chat on a little bit later you don't really want to do the same as someone else um, but yeah just also really random ones that will broaden your horizons like I remember listening to this one called Classical Fix oh yeah I don't listen to classical music but basically <laughs> this presenter who you know is a fountain of knowledge when it comes to classical music takes on a radio presenter such as yourself Swaz mm. uh, who doesn't like classical music and mixes them a playlist wow trying to change their minds okay but mm-hmm. it just you stumble across it and you're like oh my gosh this exists yeah definitely so that'd be my first tip listen to as much and as many different types of podcasts as you can yeah definitely I think it even just gives you the structure if you don't know how to put one together or how to structure an episode I think listening to what's already out there especially in the field of what you enjoy listening to um, is really really helpful so Angel do you have any other any other tips for your first do? I'd say just to be yourself. Don't try to be someone else. Yeah. And um, eventually people will gravitate towards you because they generally like, you know, who you, who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I just think that's the most important thing. Just have fun. Yeah. Do you co-host with a, another person for your podcast? Yeah. So I co-host with my friend and uh, we have quite similar personalities. So we tend to <laughs> bounce off each other. Do you think that's a good do? Because even I'd say that's true of me and Ben. We're quite similar. We've known each other quite a long time. So if you're going into doing a podcast with a friend um, is it is it a good thing even for a producer lost is it a good thing when people agree too much because you kind of want to get the balance but then you don't want the podcast just to be yes 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 all the way are you guys a little bit like that no I'd say no sometimes we disagree mm-hmm. um, but I do think it's important to have some differences so you know it just makes it more interesting definitely as a producer lots is it is it really um, a pain maybe when people are just like <laughs> smooth sailing you're like I, I beg please someone disagree on something (laughs) no I mean you're so right about balance I mean you could say it's the same thing with me you and Ben Mm. is that I feel at the start of the process obviously we didn't really know each other and now I think we've become really good friends but it's about that balance like we all get on so well but we'd also still feel like we can say maybe this would be better or Mm. maybe or maybe we shouldn't do that because of that and I don't think we've ever been in that position before but it's just constantly thinking of ways to make it better to take it to the next level and because of that you'll always be in agreement because you'll want the best for the podcast it's true actually yeah that's really true even when the episodes we put out it's always um a a do for me would be um press record as soon as possible because some episodes what we've done is we've gone into the room and we've sat down with friends and we're like catching up but there's so much gold in the catching up that you don't record because you're kind of thinking oh this isn't going to be and you're like oh man why didn't I record that because it's often the intro to whatever episode you're doing so a good do for me would be hit record as soon as possible because um, absolutely isn't it you just you you kick yourself at the end you're like why didn't I just record the behind that. the scenes yeah love it absolutely big big behind the scenes um okay we'll go alternate so one don't what's a good don't that people should be wary of if they're uh beginning a podcast any don'ts from you angel me personally i think you should try and do a topic that you haven't discussed before because mm. i noticed whenever i let's just say i had this conversation with my friend because obviously we're very close and we've discussed it many times and then when we actually get down to doing it we don't have as much enthusiasm to talk about it because yeah. we've already spoken about it, it. Yeah. yeah what topic do you think you you would naturally fall towards talking to um <laughs> i don't know if it's just naturally it's more just if there's just let's just say there's something new on twitter that happens okay. like that'll be something new uh, or just or maybe just i don't know like reviews and stuff i feel like there's always something new to say when you're reviewing stuff mm. so what would be your don't 
so yeah, I'd say just don't talk about, don't try and just talk about new things all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a really good tip, actually. Really yeah, good keep tip. it fresh. Yeah, I agree with that definitely. What would be your producer lots in the house? What would be your <laughs> first don't? We've already sort of discussed it, but just don't try to be someone else. Mm. If you listen, I mean, it's the same radio presenter. We've talked yeah. about this before. If you listen to something amazing, you're like, that's amazing don't just copy it because someone's already doing it. You need to think about what isn't out there that you can put out there. What sort of unique offering do you have that you can put out into the market that people can really enjoy? And uh, that's again why you should listen to lots of podcasts. You can find your niche. Um, So yeah, just don't try to be someone else. Think about what you've got to offer, what you can bring to the table. And then, yeah, just run with it. Just take yourself to just the highest level that you can with it. Mm. What about like... um... What, what things should a producer be wary of? Mm. Like, I don't really know the role of a producer. Like, I don't know the, the, the nuts and bolts of what goes into that. So are there any don'ts when, like, for example, you record, I'm assuming you're recording from the minute we've pressed go mm-hmm. and you're not um, pausing or stopping. You're just no. letting a whole recording be done. Yeah. So is that a good tip for, for producers to think, no, chop it up at the end as opposed to chopping it whilst you're recording yeah definitely because like you said you never know what sort of gems will happen yeah. and I think particularly I mean it's obviously different for radio but in a podcast environment when there's so much going on you just don't want to miss all those gems mm. and particularly working with people like you and Ben you're just sort of firing them off all the time I don't want to miss any you know yeah. <laughs> don't let any go to waste Ben is actually very very funny so yeah oh you don't. are as well Han. <laughs> don't tell him that so you know <laughs> I don't know my, my don't would be my first don't, there's so many don'ts that I've just kind of picked up along the way. Mm. I, oh, yeah, a good don't would be um, don't try to, you know, sometimes when you're talking to friends, mm. the, the conversation can be natural because you're not being recorded. You're not having to think about too tough what you are saying in the here and now, if it's a comfortable space. But because it's being recorded, you do want to come to the mic with some sort of like reverence. You kind of want to be sharp. You want to know what you've you've come here to say um and so i i would say don't go into any type of conversation without having done a little bit of prep because sometimes things just catch you off guard and you're like you come away thinking oh i could have said this and i could have said that which is inevitable for a Mm. podcast but you do want to make sure that on that topic you have said all that you want to say um so don't similar to yourself actually don't approach any conversation lightheartedly always make sure you've done um the, the homework if you like to make sure that you, you come across as best as possible um, I totally agree and I think you do this really well Swaz is that when you've got a particular guest with something to say you think about what angles can I come yeah. at that from mm. and you think about the questions that are nice and open they're not leading and yeah. they give the uh, sort of the person who's answering the questions room to grow and room to change but I guess it's balancing that with the ability to then also ask questions off the back of what they're saying yeah. which obviously you do very well you've had quite a lot of practice by now but obviously it's quite difficult because you're sort of trying to listen and engage but then also thinking what am I going to say after that but yeah. again that's just practice isn't it when it comes to presenting I think so. and even when because you listen to loads of podcasts you always feel let down by the host who doesn't say what you would have said mm. do you know what I mean sometimes like someone will say something wild on the podcast and you're thinking come on presenter like challenge them then why because, are you moving on yeah, yeah. let's stay here for a little bit and tease out what that person might have said yeah. even in our guests we've had a few times where someone said something and you think hold on a minute I don't know if I agree with that Mm. and on a podcast it's quite nice to have the space to one disagree because when you're on radio you don't really have that time to disagree with someone but equally you want to you don't want your audience to feel like oh you're just being nice because you're the 
presenter or you're the person. So have you yeah. ever had a guest where you've like disagreed with them? I haven't actually had, uh, actually, I'd say I mainly interviewed people. So mm. it wasn't really more of a thing where they like a debate with them, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But I, I understand like that. You know, you should bring it up because I can also bring up interesting topics within mm, the yeah. conversation. One of my inspirations is um, Louis Theroux. Like, yes. oh my gosh, if I could meet this man, mm. I just find we'll it make fascinating. It yeah, oh my, lots, get don't guess me, you know, don't guess me because I'll actually just hug him for the, for the whole episode. This <laughs> <laughs> is great audio off the back of that. Yeah. Mm. Just rustling, <laughs> clothes rustling. I just found it when I was younger watching him have the most frank conversations with people. And he didn't shy away from the hard questions. And at the time, we didn't really know what podcasts were. But I think he really was having a podcasty type of conversation with all of the confidence that camera can bring. And his deadpan face was just so blank, but so engaged and encouraging and I thought I looked at him and thought no way does that exist like yeah you want podcasts like that to to keep your audience coming back because yeah. if all you're going to do is just agree all the time um yeah Louis Theroux does a great job of of prodding and even if they agree to disagree that's still quite Totally. I would love to hear about how much of that is sort of natural to him and how much he's sort of developed because he's been presenting for years now. I think Mm. perhaps approaching 20 years Mm because he was definitely presenting in the 2000s. So he's he's really got a lot of mileage under his belt. Yeah. Um, He doesn't have a podcast, does he? I would would be your number one fan, Louis Theroux. Yeah. If you're listening, (laughs) get a podcast, please. (laughs) Okay, so another do, another do, ladies, for someone who thinks, yeah, I want to do a podcast, what advice, what top tip would you give them? I'd say just put your material everywhere as well. Like advertise it, put it on Twitter, put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook, just Instagram, just Mm -hmm. like all social media, just to put it out there so people can actually listen to your podcast. Do you find that one platform um, is a better platform than another? Um, I in my experience, it's Facebook because most most people I know are on there. But mm-hmm. from what other people have said, like Instagram is very good as you know, mm-hmm. it's a very popular platform for yeah. advertising. Yeah. Do you film your podcast? We have done, mm-hmm. <laughs> so but we mainly re- just record audio. Yeah. Tell you what, Angel, I'm so impressed because like not having a studio. Well, you do use a studio, but not having your own studio mm. and just doing it off your own back on the side of studying. I just think that's amazing. It is you amazing. Think so as well, it's just like putting yourself out there, thinking I've got an idea, I'm going to run with it because it's the perfect time to do it. Like mm-hmm. outside of studying, I just think that's amazing. Yeah. And how do you fit it with your studies? Because uni isn't a joke like uni is actually (laughs) requiring your whole life and yet you found time to produce and run your own podcast how what does your week look like how do you slot that in your studies um well luckily every tuesday i don't have uni so i basically like every time at like 5 p.m i record well me and my friend we record the podcast Mm -hmm. and then the next day i would do because also i don't have uni on wednesday next day i would do all the producing and stuff and then i put it out on that day or the day after depending on how long it takes (laughs) yeah 
That's amazing. That was is. that similar to you lot? Like being at uni, being at student radio? Yeah, kind of. I mean, you do very much get in sort of that weekly routine of things. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't as much because obviously we just did radio. We didn't do much podcasting. It mm-hmm. all sort of went out as it happened. Uh, for some reason, the university let us have a live radio station. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, <laughs> would pre-recorded be better? <laughs> yeah. um, so it's very much, you know, having it in the moment. But yeah, you very much fall into that routine of things. And um, yeah, it's just about making the most of your time whilst you have it there. And I'm so happy that I did do that. So I think it's great that you're doing that. And I think that when you when you look back, you'll be like, I'm so happy that I made the most of that time mm. when I could. And I'm sure that you completely agree as well, Swaz, yeah. back in your uni days. Yeah, definitely. And I meet a lot of people who say, oh, I want to start a podcast, but I've got no time. And the truth is, if you want to start anything, it's going to require your time. So what, what things, I mean, I'm not hating on Fortnite, not hating on <laughs> Netflix, not hating, but I just think the hours that people spend yeah. on other things, if you converted that into a podcast, for example, you actually find that you do have time. So I, I think it's like, where is your time going and, and where can you um, take some hours back from here to then put it into, because let's not get it twisted, podcasts take a lot of time. Yeah, I think pe- people misunderestimate, misunder- oh, I'm just going to record something and then upload. Even the uploading, you'll know, like uploading and, and getting a caption and, you know, all it's of so that. Long. It's so long, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And you think, right, it actually requires time. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great, great do you think lots that podcast should be filmed as well as recorded yeah i mean obviously it's all about what you can do and it's better to obviously um it's better to just do what you can obviously mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's just it's just the way that media is going it's going to be three-pronged it's going to be sort of audio video and social so mm-hmm. you've just got to really just do the best that you can with that yeah and i know that obviously you and ben do that so well that it's really important to you guys get to get it filmed yeah. for good reason that when you put out those social cuts on instagram they're getting all the likes people mm-hmm. are People are going there. People are listening, and um, and I just think it helps for people to visualise it, yeah, yeah, and sort of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. People really engage with that. So yeah, I think if you can, definitely do it. Yeah, and I think as well the the pressure to do it under you know. Uh, 4K like filming is like no it's not that deep guys you can actually just prop up a camera on a tripod and just cut and paste whatever you need because like you said lots it's so it's really good engagement on socials when you do have a little clip to just capture I don't know a minute of people giggling or a minute of people disagreeing it just gives you that sort of um, little appetite for what the rest of the episode can bring um, but yeah, obviously Absolutely. do whatever you can. You're capable of of doing as well. So yeah, um, producer lots. What other do have you got for me? Yes, so I would say practice. Obviously, it's the most basic piece of advice you can give, but it's just going to take time and practice everything you can. Obviously, editing takes time. I'm so aware of that. It's taken me so long to get where I am, and I still have so far to go when it comes to editing. But just accept that it will take practice, and just put the time in, and just have faith that it will it will grow less and it will improve and yeah just really just accept the fact that it may take some time but Mm. just don't give up on giving it a good go yeah I think that's so good you know a lot of people think it's it's even tempting for me and Ben you know to think oh we've got a podcast we want loads of views we want loads of listens but like anything that's new it takes time to grow naturally and so you can't fast forward anything you have to kind of take time when did you first release your podcast I'd say in April 
this year um, just gone yeah that's amazing with your studies in april isn't that like exam season luckily my course was mainly coursework but yeah it was <laughs> it was i had like two exams so it wasn't like i had loads of exams okay to do. okay and so when you put it out what was the first reaction from from your audience <laughs> not much of a reaction it was more like i think i had like a couple of friends saying oh i love your podcast i wish i was on it sort Aww, of thing yeah <laughs> No, yeah, very similar to us as well, isn't it? That's all it? you need. You just need like a little starting stage and it will grow. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it is a craft. You know, it's like anything, whether it's doing a sport or, you know, knowledge or whatever it is. You just need to take time to hone your craft. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. My other do would be um, think of good titles because a good title is always going to um, be a click clickable thing or people are like, what did they have to say about such and such? Um, what is and- it, eight words, Swaz? Yeah, words? yeah. Which one is Shout it? Shout to Dot and he taught me this one. So on BBC Radio 5 Live, there's a producer, um, sorry, there's a presenter called Dot and Addy Bio. And um, when I'm in with him, sometimes we'll go back and forth about a title for the show. And he'll, he, I remember the first time we did it, he said, don't make the title any longer than eight words and in my head I was like why man like eight words what can I possibly say in eight words but it's amazing what you can say mm. in such a short um, sentence because I think yeah when you're on Instagram or YouTube it is those clickable titles that make you think what on earth do people have to say about that um, and that's really where the litmus idea came from a little bit was what what statement or question can we dunk into really unearth like loads of different opinions and, yeah. and reactions and sometimes your first reaction isn't really what sits at the bottom of you it can just be your first response to something like oh what is it better to be single or in a relationship you know that one blew up because you can't it's a loaded question first of all that everyone has an opinion on but the minute you start to uncover that and unpack it people think oh maybe I don't agree even with my own reaction at the beginning so yeah if you're thinking about doing a podcast have a have a bank of maybe titles and and questions that you can ask and then write your your plan around the guest or maybe you start with the guest and then think of a question you can kind of go either way yeah the, the podcast that you produce lots do people start with a guest first and then work backwards or have a title and then think of a guest what's How does it work? Yeah, it can work both ways. Some of the parenting podcasts that we do, uh, which normally feature a guest, you know, hears about their experience of being a parent. It very much starts with the guest and then Mm. you learn more about them. You sort of build a question base, sort of try to work out how you want their story to come across and how you want to provide the framework for them to tell their story. Yeah. But then it could be like, we want to discuss this. Who can we get in to shed some light on this? Yeah. So it can work one of two ways. I think it depends on the situation Mm. entirely. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you could have anyone on your podcast, Angel, who would you have? <laughs> oh my God, that's a hard question. Um, who would I have? <laughs> Sorry, I have to think the about list this one. Mm. Oh my god! I well, has got Louis through. Is he your one? Oh, he's my one he's man. One. If I could have anyone, oh, we just have to hit record from like the day before, just <laughs> programming what I'd think about him. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> I can't think of who right. to have on him. Who else would you have, Lux? Oh, I'm just thinking, and sort of on one hand, you want to get someone in that you really respect to admire, like yeah. Louis Theroux. But sometimes, you know, there are some characters in the world that you're like, I just want Jedward. to get you in, like, <laughs> it could be Jedward, but perhaps someone quite controversial. Yeah. You're like, I want to get you between four walls mm-hmm. and just unpick your brain yeah. and just figure out where, where these things come from mm-hmm. and just sort of almost like draw a line from what you think to what you say yeah. I'm sure you'll totally agree with this as well oh so many people like that yeah like you just want to you just want to really unpick and get down to the nitty gritty of what goes on in their brain yeah. and then because I f- yeah I feel like if we provided the space for that to happen more often we'd all have a lot more in common when we yeah. work out why someone says that instead of just shutting them down straight away which is again something that you've said yeah. you give them the space to be like why do you think that mm-hmm. maybe that's a reason why podcasts have become so popular recently is that perhaps as what is talked about and what can be talked about perhaps grows narrower in Mm. the public space people are looking to podcasts as an open space for discussion to really broaden out the conversation that's happening yeah and that's exactly what you wanted to set out with in litmus is to have the conversations that weren't happening yeah and i think do you use twitter quite a lot yeah i do do you use twitter as much as you do now as you did when you first started um, I'd say I used it the same amount. Like, I mainly look at Twitter just for, like, social politics and stuff. There's right. always someone saying something. Right. <laughs> it's really interesting, isn't it? it? Is. That's, like, your go-to yeah. for the social politics. I think, I think Twitter is a great platform for that. And then also a really uh, sticky platform for echo chambers. Yeah. Sometimes when I go on, I've, I've tweeted less because I'm so conscious of wanting to say the right thing for the fear of anyone could just pick out what you say or come yeah. at you with no sort of um filter anymore and and twitter for one sense has become that sort of echo chamber where people who agree with the same thing but on a podcast like you said lots you can really unpack that and it gives you space and people have time to think about what they say it's not live um so yeah i think they're a mm. safe space and i think with young people people are more engaged and interested now to to unpack big topics because they don't understand it and so bring a guest and sit down and yeah a good source of guests and one who has something to say i think is a good shout uh where are we in our startup pack is that was that a do yeah so i think oh i don't know we've gone we've gone down a bit of a, yeah. wi- a windy route <laughs> bit of a rabbit hole there <laughs> gotten a bit lost taking the scenic route yeah let's have a look um why don't we swoop in with a cheeky don't yeah okay 
Um, so this is something that we were chatting about before. Don't forget the audience. Good one, lots. Yeah. yeah. Who are you making this for? Mm-hmm. I think that particularly with a podcast where it might just be you, it might just be you and one other person in a room, uh, you might sort of forget that this goes out and it sort of lands on people's phones and tablets and that it you know, lands in their ears. And you need to think about sort of who you're doing it for and what they would find interesting. Mm. And, you know, don't, don't forget that you know you you're not always just doing the podcast for you you're doing it for who listens to you as well yeah yeah that's such a good advice because you know the three of us are here right now but on friday when it lands you forget that there's going to be loads of people who will get that little notification to say oh episode 20 of the limit podcast and you think it's quite daunting isn't it to think however many people are listening yeah um do you know how many people tune in or, or do you not want to think about that? You just kind of record and go ahead. Yeah, I, t- I tend to just <laughs> yeah. ignore that, really. But um, I think it's just more to do with the fact that I'd say our audience is very, very small. So I, do, mm-hmm. I try not to pay attention on that. Because sometimes you can, you know, base your success on how much people are actually listening. But that doesn't really matter too much. Yeah. And I think even just like you said, lots just making sure that whatever you put out, the audience would think, oh, yeah, that's why I came to your podcast. Yes. And I, I, for us at the litmus we didn't want to um narrow ourselves into one topic because i'm doing loads of different things and then i wanted a space to say one minute we're talking about i don't know politics and whatever that looks like next minute we're talking about disney and it's like (laughs) at least this podcast platform is a space where that doesn't look weird because the the name of it is you know you can go anywhere with it so Mm. but yeah i think in terms of sort of niche podcasts is that the really really good niche podcasts uh if someone wasn't interested in that niche topic before coming to it, then they will be after mm. they listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, the classical music podcast that I listened to, when I came to it, I was like, I've never listened to classical music. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on about. And then I listened to it. And because if a topic is made accessible yeah, and it's made open and it's made welcoming, then everyone can enjoy it. That's really good advice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, gems, 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 gems. Angel, any last don'ts from you? Um, I got two, so I'd oh. say... Oh, nice. <laughs> Double up. Saving them all up to the end. I know, right? <laughs> going to make you look bad. <laughs> so I'd say try not to, like, veer off the topic, because sometimes you can get away with that, especially if you're talking with someone that you're really comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah also, that's a good one. Yeah. If it's with, like, a like a best friend or something, mm. I think that's a really good one. It becomes a bedroom chat rather than a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. an actual, like, oh, yeah, Hello, this is talk. an episode. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Also not to talk over people as well. Yes. Yes. You're also, this has also been a way of me just pick you up, Swaz, but you're also amazing at that, about not talking over people. It's a massive skill as a presenter, and you just... Oh, thanks, babe. You just seem to know when someone's finished. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I think me and Ben learned that along the way because, like you said, when you're so comfortable with the person that you're um, hosting with, you can just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and you forget that because there's no visuals to a podcast unless you film it, you do find yourself tripping up the other person. So that's a great don't. Yeah, don't. How do you do that well? Because if you two are like busy mates and how do you make sure you don't um speak over one another is it a conscious thing you're doing uh, <laughs> it's what yeah i'd say like i'm very aware of it because you don't want to be like rah, 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 like shouting over each other because it's not nice for the listener to mm. experience that mm-hmm. so i like i actively try and listen and like 
and also like because I study journalism like that's we interview people and stuff and you know we're trained to you know listen to the people that we're interviewing so yeah <laughs> what's a good tip to listen I was talking about this to my to my friends I was like sometimes I just daydream like not to you guys obviously but like sometimes when people are talking how do you how do you listen well do you have a top tip for how to listen well um, just be interested in what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Or just try That's to be it. interested in what they're saying. That's it, yeah. 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 No, oh, nice. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Mm. That's your two... Yeah, you had two don'ts. Yeah. <laughs> my last don't. Oh, what could my last don't be? Um, da, 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 da. Don't create a rival podcast to us. Thank you, goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't create the litmus too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't... Oh, this would be a good one. Don't think you need to have everything in place before beginning. I think that's a yeah. good one. Like, we didn't have our logo sorted. We didn't have, um, you know, the 10 episodes in the bank before we went out. And things were still happening organically once we started. And I think you do need the start date. You do need a date in the diary that says, this is when we're going to record and this is when it's going to go out. Otherwise, if you're creative, you will always be in this limbo of, it's not perfect. It's not ready. It's not, it's not, it's not. And then before you know, you're in 2019 and you're like, <laughs> or 2030 and you're thinking, oh, I had this idea to do a podcast and look on where we are um, so yeah absolutely there'll always be stuff there's always more that you could do, do yeah. you just need to get it out and the rest will fall into place <laughs> yeah it will time. be fine it will be fine it will be fine any other top tips lady doesn't have to be a do or a don't this is a starter pack so you can throw in anything um just do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just do it. If you're listening, were you going to say the same? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening now and you're like, I've got this idea that I've been sitting on for ages, like a chicken with an egg, and mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for it to hatch, just go for it. Put it out there. Just just do it. Yeah. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah, big time. Well, thank you very much, ladies. Angel, you've been in the house. Where can we listen to your podcast? Where can we find you? You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> and what's the name and hashtag or how do we... Um, so it's at Melanated Media and it has like a like a colourful mic logo. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Where did the name come from? Melanated Media. <laughs> basically, like we thought of the name Melanin, which is like pigment in your skin. And then mm-hmm. we wanted to show like different shades of like entertainment. So I guess that's how we... That's really it's cool. Weird. <laughs> I love that. No, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And just a little bit about your work experience as well. What do you hope to gain by the time you finish? And for those listening thinking, do I need to do work experience in, in podcasting? Like... Yeah, what do you hope to to get out of it? I hope my podcasting skills become a lot better and just to learn, just learn more, especially like when it comes to radio and stuff, because mm-hmm. that's something that um, I'm very interested in as well. Yeah. And shouts to Create, shouts to Lottie and the gang, because that is, that's huge now to be offering work experience. Yeah. There's so many young people thinking, I want to do that, but I don't know how. Um, wh- why Create for you lots? Why why work here as opposed to any other? Create is just, it's, it's one of those places that if you come with an idea, every everyone's going to say go for it Mm. like you know it's just it's so open there's so much opportunity it's a fantastic place to work and on that note if you would like to discuss a work experience placement you can email me at charlotte.mason at createproductions.com oh what a plug what a plug (laughs) what a plug (laughs) and we can uh, pop that in the show notes as well yeah for sure Um, all good this has been the litmus podcast with me uh, me Lottie you know (laughs) (laughs) one day this (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, one day I'll have my dad shirt on. <laughs> this is the Living Podcast. <laughs> We've spoken with Kelly. Lossie's in the building and Angel as well. And yeah, this has all been about um, starting a podcast, a starter pack, the do's and don'ts. If you're thinking about it, just go ahead and do it. We would love to hear from you. Um, rate, review and subscribe. Do all that good stuff. It's Friday. Make sure you have a good weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.